All right, good morning. Wherever you are, find a comfortable seat. I'm Esther, your host, and this is an Ujjayi guided meditation, an invitation into your body. So we're going to take our first inhale here through the nose, softening the jaw, really relaxing the eyelids and the eyebrows, and allowing the muscles to let go of anything that you feel you can let go of. Begin to exhale. We're just inviting ourselves into our body, grounding ourselves in our body rather than going off with our mind. So we're gonna take another inhale here. So we usually do three cycles. Inhale through the nose. Notice if there's any tension in the chest area. When you get to the top of the breath, I want you to pause and just notice what's going on and then inhale some more. So before exhaling, you're just inhaling just a little bit more, pausing, and then inhaling again, just a little more. And notice how much more oxygen you were able to get into your body. Feel free to exhale now. Notice how much oxygen you were able to get into your body when you pause. So sometimes it's a memory thing. We get to the top of the inhale and we don't feel like we have enough room, but really it's a muscle that we haven't built. So the more relaxed we are, the more relaxed our muscles are, the more room there will be for the oxygen in our body. And this works as well for the emotions. The more relaxed we are, the easier it is, the more space we have for ourselves and for others. So we're gonna try this last inhale here. Again, placing the tongue at the roof of the mouth, softly sealing the lips, and beginning to inhale through the nose, and move slow, and when you get to the top of the inhale, pause, and then begin to inhale some more. Pause, and just take one more sip of air. When you get to the top, just hold for a moment, document what that feels like to feel completely full, and then begin to exhale here. Beautiful. So we're gonna to try to commit to some stillness here, some stillness in the body itself. As the mind begins to move, if we hold space for that, then 
we are able to create more awareness around what it is that the thought is producing. There are so many gestures that are connected to our thoughts, especially in our day. Sometimes we can feel a lack of productivity or, or insecure. And the way we meet that is by moving faster or creating some kind of discomfort for ourselves. So what happens is we meet the thought with a gesture, which is a reaction. And the goal to create more of a of smooth sailing throughout the day is to minimize reactions and create more of an action-based life. So today I'm going to tap into focus and our relationship with focus. So it's interesting, I want you to ask yourselves a question, where do you think you get your focus from? And for a lot of us, the answer is from a sense of discomfort. So we have to make ourselves uncomfortable, right? Push ourselves into this discomfort and what that does is it creates awareness. But that is not accurate awareness. It's more, and focus, it's more of a reaction. So we're putting ourselves in a compromised position to perform. So, there's this famous quote and it says, no pain, no gain. And one of my meditation uh, teachers in the training said, no pain, no injury. So when we begin to shift the concept of focus and try to understand where can we get a more organic, eco-friendly and consistent sense of focus or motivation, how do we create that? How do we create that naturally? And the most simple answer to that is the more comfortable you are in yourself and the more preparation that is put into place, the more Space is available to you and comfort and more support is available to you as well. Because when we are comfortable and we are prepared, right? So I always say it's like 
eating before you're hungry, not feeling the sense of hunger and then searching for food. For so many of us, our reminders or the way we show up for ourselves in our life is with this alarm clock. Like we wait for a sense of discomfort to be apparent before we actually step into a space and do something for ourselves. So even the thought of, I will eat before I'm hungry, can sound boring. I will take care of my emotional needs, right? I will talk to a therapist, not when I'm so overwhelmed and there's a bunch of things stacked up on top of each other, but rather when I'm feeling good, when I'm operating from a higher self. Same with the dishes and the laundry. For so many of us, when it comes to our our emotions, we operate from a space of discomfort. We wait for discomfort to show up. So we actually aren't in touch with our body then. We have this kind of almost weird or uncomfortable relationship with ourselves where care is only you know available when discomfort lingers so for us to have the opportunity to create more of a comfortable life for ourselves We have to begin with preparation and really know what it is that we need, what is supportive in our life, and what can give us the tools so that there's less damage control going on and more of an active, assertive life going on. So if you really think about it, if you're working from a place of a lack of awareness, right, waiting for everything from a reaction space, that's really like doing it from a child's perspective, you know, like a, it's, it's more work operating from the inner child rather than stepping into the adult, the adult in our life. But for so many of us, we, we don't know what it feels like. We don't, we don't, we're not aware of what this authentic focus feels like. And what's really interesting, lately I've, I'm just doing like um, just a rebalance of the body. And, you know, I came off of sugar. And what was interesting was... Over the weekend, I had a little bit of sugar and I got this like little bit of a headache 
And in the past, I would once in a while get like a migraine and from sugar. And I was really, over the weekend, I was really able to notice it much more than I ever did because I've been eliminating not only sugar, but other things out of my diet. And my body is beginning to feel things in much higher definition. So there's much more of a refined experience where my, sen my senses are heightened and my body is performing, for, performing from a much healthier space. So it was this like, almost like background noise, this like little headache that I didn't even notice was there in the past. And for so many of us, there's so much noise that we have going on in our life that we don't even realize is there because we're performing from a reaction perspective rather than an action-based life, which takes preparation. So I want you to ask yourself today if, first of all, just notice the, the feeling of what it feels like if I say to you, I, the suggestion of, or the thought of having to prepare. For a lot of us, there's, there is resistance around preparation. So it's, it's taking, it's knowing that it's just, if we want a higher quality life, it's taking that time to prepare. And that means going to bed early and choosing higher quality foods. Yesterday I, I shared a post and it said, every thought's a prayer. When our body is more supported, the quality of our thoughts are better and we can elevate the experience in our body as well. And we can operate from a better place. But everything takes time and everything takes patterns takes time to create those patterns. A great one that I um, shared over the weekend with somebody was, the reason meditation is so important in the morning and just taking that time is because it's so important to identify yourself in the world around you. It's so easy for us to, you know, just, find ourselves in other things and identify in other things and we kind of lose sight of who we are um, and we identify so much more with our ego and an external experience rather than in, an internal. The more of an internal, like if you're working from an internal place, you will find yourself being more content and it will be a lot easier to 
slow down. When we are, again, reaction-based, when we're living that kind of life, everything, all the signals we look for, we're seeking, we're looking from the outside. So the great, a great thing to do is the analogy of, of like thinking about Waldo. And I find for me, meditating in the morning is like looking for Waldo. There's this book and sea of people and a bunch of stuff going on on, on a page. And I have to find them. And I find that when I take the time, you know, some days are harder to find them than others. Some days it's harder to find myself than others. Some days I wake up and I, I feel like I know myself today and I, I am present and in my body and aware. And other times it's more of a struggle. But if we take that time to pinpoint, oh, there's Waldo. And, you know, Waldo has a couple things that uh, remind him that he is Waldo, or we identify him as, and that is, you know, he has that red and white shirt and the glasses and the hat and the jeans. For us, the more aware we are of who we are, right, and how to spot who we are, and that's not the ego but the self, the observer, I'm here to experience life. It's not happening to me. The easier it will be day to day to operate from a place of comfort because we will settle into it easier. the more comfortable we make ourselves. And this is the misconception sometimes with procrastination and laziness. But really it's just resistance and a muscle that hasn't been built to be able to have a relationship with the awareness and with focus. And people will say to me, how do I do that? And it's, it's, really, it's, it's really, really simple. It's, you don't have to work through all your life issues to be present in your body. It's just a commitment to being present. And if you want to dress in your life issues, then yes, that will be apparent and it might be a lot more difficult to find yourself. But if we take that time to step into the adult in our life rather than the child, begin to tap into the sensations of the body and allow the mind to relax rather than react. We can go through our day and it could feel a lot more pleasant 
and a lot less deficient. We can actually step into fullness and wholeness. Which is technically the ultimate practice. Because when we're feeling full, we make decisions from a, an abundant place rather than a deficient place. So as you move through your day today, notice where you are sourcing your fo focus from. Notice what is the action before you focus. Is it comfort or discomfort? Is it out of desperation? Or are you giving yourself enough time to complete a task? And the observation in itself will help shift that perspective. Thank you so much for joining me today.